in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. The Top 10 is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! Realist! Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Relist. 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 It's a well-oiled machine now. Uh, th- thank you, everybody, for downloading this episode and listening to this ep- uh, this Relist. It is the top 10 musicals. We have yet to tackle the top 10 musicals. Uh, mostly because Matt's probably not the biggest fan of musicals, I would I imagine. just haven't seen enough to qualitatively say this yeah. one is better than that one. There you go. I don't think I've seen... I've probably seen enough to do 10. Yeah? But okay. who knows if how many of those are any good. Right. I think I'd have to go back on and actually examine. Yeah. And could you look yourself in the mirror putting them in your 10 if you didn't really believe they belong in your 10? Right? Well, it's more so my defense for it would be I've seen it. <laughs> Right. I don't <coughs> exactly. I don't go back to rewatch. So it yeah. could have been recently. It could have been a long, long time ago because I watched it with my mom or something. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. So I don't know if I could actually get there because we've had uh, one guest actually reach out to us and say, "Hey, what about doing this?" Yeah. And uh, I was like, "I can't." You know, I'm sure it's a great topic. Right. Right. I right, will right. be of no help. <laughs> but it's nice that it's coming up on the relist. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to shout out to Chris Alexakos who uh, compiled this and sent it to us. Uh, Tyler Spots uh, selected the topic. He said, how about top 10 musicals? They could be of any type, Broadway, original musicals, music biopics, or any other type of, I'm forgetting. Uh, this would be in honor of Rocketman coming out, which was an excellent movie that more people need to go see. Thanks for the selection. I look forward to hearing the episode. And the two uh, people who were selected to send us their lists are Robert Haley and our friend Jeremy Metz. We love to pieces. Yes, sir. Uh, all three of you. Thank you, Mr. Spots. Thank you, Bobo. And thank you, Mr. Metz. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, Tyler sent in. So if you want to be part of the review list, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And our thanks to Mr. Alexakos for helping us compile these winners. Yep. Uh, it's a big help. And to everybody that helps us on the show, uh, whether it's Kristen Smith, Matthew Hasso, Joe Abar, Clay Williams, thank you to all five of you. We would not be here doing all these amazing things for all the Patreon listeners without your help. Absolutely. And old Tyler says, uh, how about top 10 musicals? And they can be of any type, Broadway. I literally, I literally just read that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yes. you did. You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Long day. I, I know it is. I know. Me too, brother, man. Long Me day. Too. Me too. Let, let's just jump into it, man. Um, I'm going to take Robert Haley's list, and uh, we decided before we started, and uh, my, Matt's going to take Jeremy. So um, since you started last time, I guess yep. I'll start this time. Robert Haley says, for ease of use when putting the list together or looking for punts, the list without my thoughts is presented at the bottom. But uh, why should we do that? Let's do it. Uh, I'm honored to be a patron of the top 10, excited to be part of the relist. I chose to avoid animated movies and focus on live action movies for this list, as otherwise it probably would have had seven to eight animated movies in it. Thanks for all you guys do. You never fail to bring a smile to my face and you make my commute so much more bearable on Tuesdays. Well, what's it like to have a job where you only commute on Tuesdays, Robert? That's great. It's not bad. <laughs> That's the way you do it, Babo. All right, number 10, he's got Across the Universe. Is that on your list? Um, no. 
Okay. Across the universe is not. Okay. He says, I'm a huge Beatles fan and usually don't like covers of their songs. However, I like that this movie was a period piece and it used the songs in context of a journey. It doesn't work 100%, but when it does, I love it. The gospel version of Let It Be in particular stands out. Thoroughly agree. I own this film. Uh, I love the Beatles as well. And it is a bunch of music videos strung together um, with barely any through storyline through line. That oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's really. It, I think what Robert says here is correct. It doesn't work a hundred percent, but when it does get it right, like in the um, uh, musical pieces of the Beatles stuff, it's really well done. Okay. Um, I've seen a couple sequences, but I've never yeah. seen the whole movie all the way through. Yeah. Just I don't know. Yeah. It came out and it went away just as quick to me, so I've never gone back to reinvestigate. Julie Taymor directed this, and uh, you know she doesn't direct films anymore, and there's a reason for that. I think she's just a better Broadway director. Okay. I think she's a very unusual film director, and none of her films have resonated to box office success. She also did that Titus Andronicus adaptation with Anthony Hopkins as Titus. Oh, yeah. Right. That was her, too. But she directed Lion King on Broadway, so I think her vision works better for Broadway than it does okay. on film. Uh, number nine, Robert has Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, is that on your list? Uh, no. Okay. It says, Rami Malek's performance is captivating and the music is awesome. The narrative is clunky and odd, but I enjoy the hell out of hearing all that gorgeous Queen music in the theater. It's weird. Just when you set up as musical, I don't really consider biopics to be musicals. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Okay. That's when I'm like, I don't know if I can get 10. If we're counting music biopics, yeah, this is easy. Yeah, true. true I can do true. this with my eyes closed. But actual musicals, when... We talked about doing it. It's like, shit, I don't know how many of those 60s beach blanket bingos <laughs> I've seen. I'm not saying that would make the list, but there's a it's number a of them. Fair just, contention, yeah. Ah, it's just never been my cup of tea. Like, you know, sure, Moulin Rouge or some others. Moulin Rouge is certainly musical. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, I don't know if I consider it a musical because the songs aren't born out of the situation of conversation no. in a scene. They're the songs that they actually Rocket perform. Man would be more. Yes, absolutely. That is a f- pure musical. Yep. They're fantastical presentations of their song, of his songs, whereas Bohemian Rhapsody, not so much. So. Yeah, no, that's part of the story, whereas Rocket Man, it's pushing the story. It right. is the story. Right, exactly. Good point, man. Uh, all right, number eight, The Sound of Music. Do you have that on your list? That's a punt. Oh, wow. From right. Mr. Metz. Go ahead, my friend. Uh, all right, so he starts off with, uh, Hey, man, John, hope you are recording this on a good day for you guys. Thank you. I want to preface this, by, preface this by saying that I do not watch that many musicals, but in researching and putting together this list, uh, I know we'll be watching a whole lot more in the future. Uh, I might have to do a relist of my own. Okay. <laughs> Uh, at number 10, he has Chicago. Oh, the oh yeah. Okay, number 10. At Best 10. picture winner. Interesting. Okay. I never really... You I mean, like I understood it? why people liked it, but I never thought it was Best Picture worthy. Oh, I'll agree with that. I, I, it's not one that holds up. Um, I never thought Zellweger was the right choice for Roxy Hart, uh, but yeah. I thought uh, What's-Her-Face did a fantastic job. Oh, uh, yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones yeah. as, as Velma. And then uh, Richard Gere's in it. Oh, yeah. yeah he's so good as uh, um, the attorney there. Uh, and then uh, Jeremy says, uh, it was okay and got great when Richard Gere showed up in the sequin suit to Razzle Dazzle. Right. Give him a little of that old Razzle Dazzle. Give him the Billy Flynn, that's his name. Okay. The old Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle him. Okay. Uh, yeah. Number I, nine. Nine, I've got Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story is not on this list. Mr. Metz says, uh, wrong kid died. <laughs> That's all he wrote. 
That's what the dad says to him. Yeah. I don't. That play of walk the line. <coughs> I heard this movie was so bad, I never saw it. Oh, it's not bad at all. Really? I yeah. heard it was just not. Here's what I'll say it's watchable, but it's not as funny as people claim it is. Okay. But it's certainly watchable. Um, and uh, him and Jenna Fisher have great chemistry when they have their comedy going, John C. Riley and Jenna Fisher. But yeah, that uh, wrong boy died. I think it's Gary Cole who plays his dad, I think. Uh, and Makes says sense. To him. Yeah, yeah, right. And says that to him. Um, all right. My, or pardon me, Jeremy's number eight is Cannibal the Musical. Um, wow. No, not even, not on this list at all. I have trouble uh, breathing watching this movie. Every scene is hysterical and you can sing along to all the music. Yeah. Okay. Not, yeah. I have not seen it. I yeah. know it exists. I've heard of it. Yeah, me too. I've never seen it at all either. Uh, yeah, so I have nothing to offer. Maybe huh? it should have made our uh, zombie film, even though oh. the, the corpses may not reanimate and come back. But <laughs> Certainly possible. Yeah, who knows? I, I don't know. I've never seen it. All right. That was the number eight? That was my eight, yeah. Okay. Seven I have is Moulin Rouge. You mentioned it. I did, and it is not on this list. Wow. Uh, Robert says, the first time I saw this movie, I was annoyed. Because it literally spoils the ending immediately, but rewatching the movie, I fall in love with it. The music is woven in fantastically, and I really enjoy the frenetic pace. It's beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. The cinematography, the, the color palette, um, you know, it's something to behold. Yeah. I know a lot of people that just flat out love this movie. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm not one of those people. I enjoy the music, and that opening is fantastic. If You Can, Can, Can is a great number. Um, I just think Nicole is miscast. I'm not a. I didn't buy her in this role, and I didn't buy you and McGregor's like I'll give my whole life for you type of approach to it. And, okay. And her doing the funny dances and stuff like that with uh, I think uh, Richard. I can't remember. Who I can't the remember his is. name is. Yeah, he was yeah. the villain, and he was one of the villains in Mission Impossible too. But uh, I just don't buy it. And so overall, it just doesn't doesn't hundred percent work for me. But there are some really beautiful moments in the movie, great uh, school uh, songs yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. but I mean, Baz Luhrmann did a good enough job in this yeah. that now, whenever you say, "Oh, this is a Baz Luhrmann project," you have an idea of the art kind of thing. Yes. It's kind of like a Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have somewhat of an idea of what visually this may look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good detour from that, but he already, you know. He's bold enough to where you understand his style without even having seen it. Yeah. Uh, number six is Guys and Dolls. Mm, not on my list. Wow, wow. All right. Uh, this is, uh, he says, I grew up on this musical. I have always loved it. Does it hold up? Probably not. But I still love it every time I watch it. All right, here's what I'll say. I've seen this musical a number of times because I'm a massive Sinatra fan and Brando fan. Brando is completely wrong for Sky Masterson can barely sing if you call what he's doing singing, which is just melodiously saying words. Um, Sinatra was notoriously pissed that Brando got the lead role. And as a counter to it, like a year or two later, I think he recorded all of the songs from Guys and Dolls as a way of saying like, you should have fucking cast me as the lead. Um, it's an interesting film. It does, it does, it, there, have some, there are some great sequences for the musical numbers. Rock the Boat really works. 
Um, Luck Be a Lady Tonight really works. Okay. But when Brando does it, it's not so much because he's, he's literally doing this. I don't know if you've seen it, but he literally is doing Luck Be a Lady Tonight. That's basically what he's doing the whole film. So, um, But I cannot discount Robert's love for it because obviously it hit him at a time when he was young and he loved it. Yeah. So I'm not There's gonna... a reason I know the name of the film to this day. Exactly. I don't want to put him down, but there are stage productions that are yeah. much more better than this film. Much more better. <laughs> it's like way more or way better. Uh, happens to all of us. Much better than this film. There we go. All right, what's your number seven? Yeah, that's see to me that oh. is when you're saying musical. Yeah, I'm like guys and dolls. Yes, perfect. Yeah, uh, it's like that fits the bill of exactly what I assume. You know, Greece. Yeah, right. Musical. Yeah, just like no, it's never been my jam. Greece, especially. I don't understand why there's so much love for it. What? No. Oh, I fucking love Greece. I just I don't I don't get sucked in. Wow. I know all the fucking songs right. because you're. Part of the majority. <laughs> You're right. Who plays it all the time. Hear it all the time. Yeah, 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 fair enough. And especially in white bread shit that, you know, Greece comes up a decent amount. I think Catherine would argue that every Elvis Presley film pretty much is a musical. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's a singing fucking busboy. Yeah. Yeah. No reason for a busboy to sing. That makes it a musical. <laughs> it's true. That's Whereas true. something like uh, any music biopic like Bohemian Rhapsody already brought up. Right. It's not incongruent for these characters to suddenly start because they're working on a song right as opposed to this guy's mopping the floor singing a love ballad yeah about why his lo- lover left town like, like the doors is not a musical to me no, no right. it's a music biopic yeah agreed agreed uh but rocket man that's a fucking musical rocket man's a musical agreed um all right uh, where are we at that was your what six, six. Yeah. so my seven is willy wonka and the chocolate factory 1971 oh. Good choice. Not on this list. All right. Mr. Metz says, I'd never fast forward past uh, Cheer Up Charlie. Mm. Okay. All right. I think there are other moments in it that grab me a little bit more than that one. <laughs> Bless you. Uh-oh. That is a good one. Uh, yeah, just talking all day on top of getting up early and doing other shit all day. My yeah. body's starting to get worn out a little bit. But I do I bleed for the people. Okay. Just like you did, came in off of double bronchitis. <laughs> And I had bronchitis flu, or flu bronchitis was my combo. Yes, it was. Yeah, he doubled up on bronchitis, folks, and we knew, we never missed a week. We didn't. I got a head cold right now, but I come in, I fucking yeah. bleed for you, motherfuckers. I did a live show, barely alive. That's true. Exactly. It cost me the next day, though. That's for fucking sure. Well, I didn't know, get out of bed till two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> any good art does. <laughs> so you got to leave a Fair piece enough. of your soul. Out on that stage. And you can hear it on the Chicago show. You can. If you're a Patreon member. You want to go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. You can get that second show. It is exclusive to Patreon only. That's right. And if you are a new member, all you do is scroll through previously posted uh, uh, things on, on Patreon. You'll eventually discover it. You will. Um, but for Willy Wonka, um, yeah, that, that to me is more of a musical. Yeah. Because the music is yeah. the exposition of why we're here and why did I make this, you know, Chocolate factory. <laughs> Why it did is. I make this chocolate? It is. Oh, what of your imagination? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> our world of pure imagination. Yeah, that uh, song is great, man. That's I love that song. Uh, all right, what's number six? Six is uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, if I but a beach man. Yeah, not on this list. Not on uh, Robert's list. Robert's all right, Mister uh, Metz. Says, Tevia is such a perfect character with so many memorable lines. Yeah. His untraditional approach to tradition, talking about the good book while never having read it, yelling about sewing machines, and singing to his wife of 25 years, Do You Love Me? <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, great stuff. Perfect musical. Yeah. Uh, 
It's been a while since I've seen it, though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Every year, uh, Lemley Theaters has a sing-along during a particular Jewish holiday season. I can't remember what it is, and I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anybody. I just don't remember. But they always have the trailer for it. And so I've always wanted to go, like to sit amongst the Jewish people that this, fa- this musical was made for, and obviously the, they are the stars of the movie, to sit with them and sing the songs. It would be an awesome experience. And it's a long one. It's a two-hour, 30, 45-minute movie. So it's a, it's a long musical. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you're in there for a bit. Well, it was a stage play before it was a movie. Right. Yes, of course. So yes. it was built for something else, and they converted to cinema. Right. Like West Side Story. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. That is getting another remake. I know. I did. I don't understand that. And another white director. Well, and his Jewish director, yes, Steven Spielberg, I know. But, but who doesn't do musicals. Right, he does not do musicals, right. So that's either going to be a really interesting thing, or why are you doing this? Yeah, and I know that uh, Miranda, Lin-Manuel Miranda, is part of it, okay. and he's helping, so I get that kind of gives a little more cred to the film, and we'll see. Um, but that first one is fucking untouchable, man. It won 11 Oscars. It's untouchable to me. It's a fantastic film. Yeah, I, I can understand the rationale of saying, oh, we can remake it because it existed before the movie, but the movie is you yeah. know, so singular. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. There's no real point in doing that. Exactly. Um, that was your number six? Uh, yes, that was my six. Okay. Uh, number five here is uh, Sing Street, which I don't... Not on my list. I don't know if it's a musical because... Never saw it. Okay. Oh, really? It's good. It's a good I one. heard it was good, but it, it was... Is. It's what happens every year where it gets towards the end of the year and you can only see so many independent movies that are up for potential Oscars. Right. And you're like, I'm just not going to make it to Sing Street this year and I've never gone back to watch it. <laughs> I know. I remember there was a you know a reference in The Simpsons, a joke yes. to it and shit like that. Yeah. And it was when I was still like occasionally checking in with The Simpsons still, and I was like, ah, yeah, that's probably from that. <laughs> Never saw it. Uh, Robert writes a truly fun and relatable tale about a guy falling in love with music because he's because he's attracted to a girl. The relationship between the brothers is fantastic, and I absolutely love the ending. While everyone else went on and on about La La Land, spoiler alert, not on my list. I was much more captivated by this small story. Robert, I absolutely agree with you. La La Land bores me to fucking tears. I saw it once, and I could give a shit about two ingenues, male and female, struggling to make it in Hollywood. I could give two shits. I just, um, you need to identify with the white, white man's struggle. That's what it is, <laughs> all right? That's what you don't get about that movie. <laughs> I didn't even bring up their color. I'm just talking about the fact that they're two pretty people. It's hard out Struggling. here. Yeah, it's hard out here for the man. All right. I, I was so mad at that movie. The pack of people loved it so it's, much. I was like, dude, what the fuck, are you talking about? If you cut the first 45 minutes, it's a good movie. Thoroughly agree with you, man. Actually, a hundred percent agree with you. Skip past all the bullshit. I don't care about. Yeah. All the stupid parties. Oh, look oh. at me living the Hollywood lifestyle. Yeah. Just give me the real day to day. And yes, they're still fucked up people. I find that interesting. Yeah, sure. And the ending, I'm glad it wasn't this. Oh, they see each other in the bars years later, and whatever, in his place, and right. they fall back in love, kind of horse shit. Yeah. I'm fine with the. I like the ending, but cut the first fucking forty minutes, forty five minutes. I'm not right. even joking. Watching it because I watched it. I had a screener of it. And I pulled out my phone, and I turned to my wife, and it was like, this movie just got good at 45 minutes. She's like, I almost told you to turn it off five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, it takes fucking forever. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why people love that film yeah. so much. I know Mance, and no disrespect to Mance. Is a All movie. disrespect to Mance. Okay, there if you're you listening go. to this, Mance, just so you know, you are wrong about this one. He just veered off the road and into a telephone pole in anger. Uh, I don't know if I consider Sing Street a musical because he's a, he's... Once again, he's in a band, so he's composing music 
for the girl to win her over, but he's not in the middle of conversation breaking out into song and that's exposition. Still, though, if, if Bohemian Rhapsody counts. Yeah, for his list. I'm for saying, his list, yeah. 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 Right, fair enough. All right, number four, then, is The Music Man. Well, we trade one apiece. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. What's your five? Uh, the pun from earlier, Sound of Music. Okay. Uh, and uh, did... Uh, Robert say anything? Yeah, he said, not much I can say about an iconic movie, so I'll use my time to talk about something that's always bothered me. <laughs> the captain pulls one of the most idiotic moments in movies when he challenges Rolf's manhood. He clearly had never met a teenage boy, and now Nazis are going to catch your family. Good job, moron. The movie is great, though. There you go. All right. Mr. Metz says, some of the sweetest, most innocent, beautiful music in a movie. Wow. You might just forget that it's happening in one of the worst periods of human history. You might. <laughs> but then the Nazis show up and it reminds you. Unfortunately, exactly. <coughs> and then Satan walks in the door and is like, hey now, <laughs> guess who's back in this story? How many Vaughn traps are left alive? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Let's change that. How Let's whittle down these numbers, guys. Who's looking to check out? Burden. <laughs> I, have, <coughs> sorry. I have to admit that I've never seen the movie. Really? Yeah, I don't feel an inclination to see this one. I really don't. Dude, this it is... seems super cheesy. Uh, my mom loved it, so it came on every year okay. on ABC or ABC right. or something like that. I remember that. So I watched it every year because my mom loved it. Okay. So I have different feelings and emotions wrapped up into totally it. Totally fair. But going back and watching it as an adult, not as much. Yeah, okay. But because it conjures in, in all these different emotions and memories, yeah. I still will always have a soft spot in my heart for Sound of Music. But if I went and watched it today... Not knowing, yeah, I don't know how much of a pull it would have because it's impossible to say A, but B, I just don't, I don't think so. That's fair, totally fair. Uh, once again, because I'm not a musicalist guy, yeah. so it's not your jam, no, so to speak. But when they're good, I thoroughly enjoy them. Hell yeah. Uh, my number four is the Music Man. Not on my list. Uh, he said another one I grew up on, and the music is truly fantastic. I agree. I've always loved the library scene and the barbershop quartet. Makes me want to join a barbershop quartet. For me, this one does hold up, and Robert Preston embodies Harold, Harold Hill incredibly. He and Shirley Jones deliver performances that have lived with me my entire life and will continue to do so. Can't deny that. Simpsons also made a parody of this uh, with the monorail. Yeah. Which is great. You know. Um, yeah, I don't have anything on uh, Music Man. So. <laughs> okay. At four is the 2005 The Producers. Okay, nope, not on this list. Really? Interesting. Okay. Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick are a perfect team, a yes. match made in Mel Brooks' musical dreams. Uh, very true. Although, by all accounts, I've never seen the play, but the play is supposed to be leaps and bounds better. Yes, it so is. So upon seeing the movie, which is like, oh, so there's a far superior version of this out yeah, there. Yeah. I would agree. I think the movie's not directed well, in my opinion, but... Uh, the performances are there. Uma Thurman is great as uh, Ula. Uh, Will Ferrell's in it, eh? Yeah, Will Ferrell plays the, the, the guy riding the Nazi yeah. thing, which is really funny. His characters are, his characters are very funny. Um, it's just, it, I don't think it translates to the screen. And, you know, it's an ironic one because it started out as a Mel Brooks movie, then became a stage musical uh, that yeah. Mel Brooks helped with, and then ironically became a movie of the stage musical that was based on a movie to begin with. So it's a little bit of a roundabout way to go about creating a musical on screen about this piece. But I don't. Th I, I think the movie doesn't capture the magic of the stage show. I saw the stage show with the stand-ins in New York, not Matthew Broderick, not Nathan Lane, but the two understudies. The stunt doubles. Yeah, the stunt doubles. Yeah, exactly. The understudies of them, and I thoroughly loved 
the thing. And so did my parents. I took my parents to see it, and they absolutely loved it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason. Anytime a play gets that big yeah. to where it percolates up to, I don't live anywhere near Broadway, but all I'm hearing is, dear God, if you haven't seen Hamilton, you know, like three years ago yeah, or two yeah, years yeah. ago, yeah. before there was any, I knew enough people, like, I'm flying to New York to go see Hamilton. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, the ticket cost me $900. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> never even heard of this and you're flying across but it's that compellingly good and hence yeah. Lin-Manuel now working on the new West Side Story yes, true. and was in Moana doing the music for that Yes, and was he part of the music for Frozen as well? <sighs> no, he was not uh, but he did the Mary Poppins Returns True He was involved in that that's true. for sure There's another musical something or other out there that he's got his you know, DNA on I know he's working on In the Heights his, his stage music is oh, turning into a okay. theatrical production or a film production Yeah. Uh, Alright, what's your what are we at? That was uh, your four? Was... Yes. Okay, my number three is Walk the Line. Uh, that's, a, that's a slight punt. Wow, really? It's, it's, a, it's not a musical. Okay. I know. I know. Well, I think we just have different interpretations. Fair enough. They, I mean, there was an allowance for biopics True. in that description that there I tried was. to reread for my own edification <laughs> that you so rudely cut me off of. That's all it was. I was trying to refresh the rules in my own head. Bull fucking shit. You fell asleep. You and, didn't know I read it. Yeah. Well, how dare you? You tuned out. I totally tuned out. <laughs> Just, uh, I think it happened. It happens to both of us of every once in a Of course it again. does. Of course it does. And a show recently, I know that I finished the Patreon stuff, and then you first send out of your mouth. Matt, I don't think you've talked about this. We should go to the Patreon. And I was like, I'm going to go. Double plug. Double plug. Why not? Yeah, I'm stupid. It happens to all of it us. It does. It does. Uh, What's your number three, then? Three is Sweeney Todd. Ooh, nice choice. Not on this list. I, I agree thoroughly. It would yeah. be in my upper discussion of, yeah. because I've seen only so many. Yeah. But uh, Jeremy says, uh, well, I'll give it its full doof. Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Yeah. My brother and I saw this one multiple times in theaters, even leaving halfway into Juno to see it again. Uh, wow. <laughs> halfway into Juno? That's a big decision, if you're leaving Juno to go see. I never saw Juno. Oh, really? Oh, that's, it's probably not your cup of tea. Well, the lingo I don't buy. That's what I mean. And then Ellen Page, to me, can only play Ellen Page. So I just see Ellen Page oh, in everything. Interesting. Okay. She could be good or bad. I have no idea, because all <laughs> I see is Ellen Page. And it's through no fault of her own. It's just that's how my brain processes. Okay. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, she's doing the same thing I always see her do. Fair enough. Uh, but everybody else... Thoroughly enjoys it, so yeah. I hope she has a long and fruitful career. I wish her no ill will. No, not at all. But it's great. Uh, Sweetie Todd, man, coming out of it, it's like, nah, that's a musical. It's like those old men that didn't know shit about the genre. That's how you do it. <laughs> like all the old people that love Green Book last year. Oh. That is an Oscar winner. Ugh. And you're like, did you see all the others? I know, because that's the best film. This made me feel good. Yeah. It's the best picture. Yeah, but did you see Army Hammer, the movie where the kid fucked a peach? Because it's a weird movie. <laughs> and it makes you emotionally kind of explore places in your soul you didn't really think about before. I'm not voting for that. No. You don't do that to produce. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's in his own trade war, except with this country. <laughs> it's a very weird thing. I've held soft peaches in my day. <laughs> yeah. We didn't put our dicks inside them. All right, calm down, Grandpa. Uh, uh, okay, um, that's your number what? That was my three. So see Sweeney Todd. That's my vote. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp's goodness and Alan Rickman is great. Helen, ba- uh, Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I still, uh, there's elements of the stage production missing that I think 
if you ever see a stage production, I would encourage you to go see a stage production. I would see it. Because there's more with the chorus, and there's certainly more fleshed out in the middle of the film, uh, middle of the production that uh, didn't get showcased in the film, that gives a lot more depth, especially to the relationship between his ex and him. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's, there's more with her. Um, all right, so we did the Walk the Line, which is a punt. Number two uh, is School of Rock on his list. Not on my list. Okay. Uh, Robert says Jack Black's best film easily heartwarming charming inspirational on top of which the music is awesome kid actors usually annoy me but they're pretty great in this Joan Cusack is cast perfectly and this movie is just pure fun I saw the musical adaptation on stage last year and it's also just a blast yeah there you go I would say this is skirting closer to what we want yeah okay if it was you and I sure it's not quite a music biopic Mm -hmm. but it's not quite a full on everybody breaks into show tunes right but there is a lot of you know impromptu singing and uh yeah the songs actually help move the story along in that they're all working together in this collaborative thing and they're going for that competition and yeah. whatnot um so it's closer to the mark yeah agreed but um yeah i liked it too i liked it it's a good film i enjoy it. and joan cusack look i gotta i've always had a massive crush on her i can never explain it uh but since the 80s gross point blank like anything i see in and out I think she's, there's just something about her that I have a horrible attraction to. That's what I can tell you. Her and Jean Smart are the two that I can't explain, but I have a horrible attraction to both of them. Jean Smart, why do I know She that was that? in Designing Women. The, uh, the, look, when oh, the, the older, the more Georgian Bell? The blonde. Or? She was the, like the taller blonde. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in season two of Fargo. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's the matriarch of that yeah. family, yeah. There's something about her I can't explain it. Um, yeah, we all have those. Yeah, don't we? I got a few of them. Like Maria Bello for some reason. Oh, really? Just like nobody's business. What? She must look like somebody's, you know, like a girl that when yeah. I was younger yeah. that, that I thought was the shit. You know what I mean? Like, girl's the coolest. Maybe. I don't know. But like anybody that kind of looks like her, that, that woman from Modern Family. Oh, Maria yeah. Bello kind of vibe-ish. Julia, so I've always been like, uh, uh, is, yeah. what's up with you? How you doing? <laughs> uh, How you doing? Yeah, there's a, there's a million of those. Yeah. And a wide spectrum, too. Oh, fair enough. All right, what's your number two? My two is uh, Walk the Line. Oh, so there was the, the punt. punt from earlier, okay. Uh, what did uh, Bobo say? I was only 17 when this movie came out and didn't know much about Johnny Cash. Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon coming off of Legally Blonde blew me away. I love this movie, quote-unquote, two pieces. Shout out to Roca. Oh, there you go. Uh, he says, Mr. Metz, I am waiting for the Broadway musical of this movie. I think it'd be perfect for the stage. Possibly. I don't want a Broadway musical of Johnny Cash music, man. It just seems wrong. Really? Because everybody knows the songs. So that, that works in their favor. Yeah, no, totally. I get it. You could be successful with it. It just seems anti-Johnny. Johnny was an outlaw. To do Broadway doesn't seem like an outlaw. Yeah, well, he's dead. So... <laughs> Fuck you, no. Well, I'm just saying they want his legacy to live on. And some, do you think the Ramones really want their shirts sold at Target? Fair enough. No. Or Miley Cyrus wearing them? Yeah, but it then keeps them alive yeah, on some true. level. True. I guess. I realize it's it's anathema to, to what you put out into the world. Yeah. But people are. It's kind of like the Misfits. Everybody knows that fucking image of the T-shirt that everybody owns of the Misfits. Right, right, right. The Misfits. And most people that are wearing that probably couldn't name you one song. Man. One song, yeah, right. But everybody knows that image or Joy Division. Oh yeah, the transmission one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everybody knows that, and it keeps them alive on yeah, some level. True, it's like Coco. You know what I mean? They may die off, but we have these <laughs> images, and we all share collectively and hold on to Mama Coco. Fair enough. 
Um, uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Walk the Line maybe is a musical uh, or a Broadway play. It could work. Yeah. I could see it being oh, Of course, done. it could totally work because you've got the romance. You do. And the conflict. And like, you know, I've Been Everywhere would be a montage sequence where people are coming in and out and then you could do like Ring of Fire is his lowest moment and yeah. whatnot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see how it would build. Yeah. But uh, what do you got at one? Uh, that thing you do. Oh, interesting. Not, yeah, I wouldn't call that a musical. Yeah, I don't know what that I would call it because it's about a band. Yeah. So these are biopics. So, it, but uh, once again, in the rules that they put forth yeah, as an example, it counts. So they are uh, playing by the rules. I'm a little upset there's no Gene Kelly, no Bing Crosby in this, no well, uh, Fred Astaire. Oh, that thing you do this movie is delightful start to finish it is impossible for me not to have a good time while watching it it's one of those movies i put on if i've had a bad day well respect the music is great the story is charming and it's full of characters like lamar the hotel owner or scott wolfman pell who swoop in for a scene or two and add great flavor the fact that ethan Embry is only ever mentioned as the bass player and in fact is in the credits as tb player adds to what is just pure, quite pure movie magic. Check out the extended edition for more fun if you've never seen it. A clear number one for me, that thing you do is why I love movies. Thanks for letting me be part of your show, gents. Keep up the awesome work. Well, there you go. Now, I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of this movie. I like it a lot. Yeah, uh, it's good stuff. A lot of, tons of different scenes have stood out and will continue to stand out for me. This, the meteoric rise... And then them trying to act like the rock stars. Yeah. The John Lennon-esque, you know, watch out girls he's taken. And he gets pissed off, the lead singer, about that. Right. Uh, you know, Shades being his the drummer's moniker. And it becomes like, that's how you sold yourself. Everybody's got their little hook while they're wearing the same outfits type of thing. Yeah. Shades. I just remember the TV director when they cut the Shades. Add a baby, Shades. Add a baby. And it just cuts away from him. But it's always stuck with me. Tom Hanks did an excellent job of writing and directing this. Yeah. Uh, gave a nice little part to his wife playing that uh, cocktail waitress. Yeah. Uh, he had a, you know, a nice, young, solid cast. Uh, sure. Steve Zahn. Yeah. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Uh, I can't remember who plays the John Lennon because I don't remember seeing him. Shades. Shades has been in yeah. a ton of stuff. He's in that uh, Sorry show with uh, Andrea Savage. Yeah, he's the husband. On IFC TV. I've only seen like, one of those. My wife likes that show a lot. That show's a good fucking show, dude. I need to watch Fleabag. You hear that's nothing but excellent. Yeah, I gotta watch Fleabag, too. Lindley won't leave me alone about that. I gotta rip through Fleabag. So she's waiting on season two until I finish season one. So, yeah. But, she, but we got into Sorry together. That's basically my girlfriend. Andrea Savage is basically my fucking girlfriend. Okay. That's what's so weird when I watch it because I can't. I just like look between the two of them because some of the shit that comes out of her mouth is absolutely what Lindley says to me in private or in public functions, whispers in my ear, and gets us in trouble. Oh, can get us in trouble if anyone was to hear. Yeah. So, which is why I love her though, to be honest with you, because she she holds nothing back. I love that about her. Uh, um, anyway, I've seen. I've never seen the movie, Matt. So I suppose I should put this on my list. Oh, really? Yeah. It's fun. It seems like a fun, lightweight, it's fun. It's great. really. Yeah, and it's also kind of like a glimpse behind the old uh, entertainment machine of yep. the 60s right. for bands, for uh, you know, movies and television shows and right. whatnot. Uh, mainly bands, but they do bring in like, a, okay, you're in town in L.A., we're going to put you in this beach blanket bingo movie-esque right. that right, I brought right, up right. before and you know, uh, stuff like that. But great job all around by Tom Hanks. Yeah. And it was right around him when he was doing, you know, from the earth to the moon and doing all the other stuff, branching out into trying to be more creative on his own end. Yeah. Good movie. Um, what's your number one? One is singing in the rain. Oh, 
You asked for it? Yes. And Mr. Metz delivers. Finally. And he says, for Singing in the Rain, every time a new song comes on, I think, this one is my favorite. It's a perfect musical with a perfect cast. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Singing in the Rain, I mean, you know at the very least you have an understanding of the big Singing in the Rain musical number. Yep. But with the lamppost, because it's been parodied now for so long. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and parodied in a good way. They're trying to evoke those same emotions. And sometimes using that within a comedy to make a joke or whatnot, mm-hmm. but they're... They want to, you know, that within the culture was basically indelibly marked for a couple of generations of individuals that saw it all yeah. when it came out. Yeah, Young yeah. kids, you know, middle age or whatever and older, sure, but they sure. all carried it with them. It's just one of those emblematic of American pop culture for a long time. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all right, are we going to compile this list quickly? Yeah. We're at 35 Quick, minutes. Quickly? We're at well, 30. look, that's... We have a penchant for taking these to an hour sometimes. We do. I don't want to do that here. We got to go. No, dude. I'm, I'm tired. Yep. I'm... I don't want you getting more sick, man. Nope. Um, all right. Well. Uh, what do we have in common? Do we have anything in common? Walk the line. Where do you have it? Uh, let me see here. I have it at two. We also both have Sound of Music. Okay. All right, I have Walk the Line at number three. Oh, yeah, then that's our number one. Okay. Walk the Line. This, that's easy. And Sound of Music is eight. I have that at five. Dude, we don't have any other commonality, do we? I don't think so. You don't have Sweeney Todd, right? I do not. Yeah, you don't have anything else of these. No. Nope. So then it would be the Sound of Music, number okay. two. All right. All right, so what's your number one? That Thing You Do? Well, I would say singing in the rain over. I would agree with you. Okay. And then we'll do that thing you do. Okay. All right. Uh, what's your next highest? School of Rock at number two. I have Sweeney Todd at three. Do you have a preference? Uh, I would take Sweeney Todd over so School would of I. Rock. That's why I said it. Yep. It's picking up what you're putting down. All right, so we'll do School of Rock. Yeah. What's your next highest? Uh, we did walk the line at three, so the Music Man is number four. Uh, okay, I got producers at four. Mm. They're both musicals. Yeah, I would take the Music Man over the producers. All right. I think. In terms of quality. Yeah. It makes more sense for a musicals show. Yeah. The one that is considered a more complete film. True. Uh, my next is my number six. What about you? Sing Street at number five. Okay, I got Fiddler on the Roof at six. Fiddler, Fiddler on the Roof yeah. and then Sing Street. Yeah. Although I do want to make an executive decision here. What? And kill Sing Street. In favor of? Guys and Dolls, which is his number six. That's a more traditional musical than Sing Street. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Robert. Ah, look, look, that's the... That's the, the, the breaks. Yeah, yeah, when you send stuff into us, we get to decide. We will not add... No. ...nor take away any of your choices. We just compile the list <laughs> to... That's right. We don't have to, you know, be... Uh, was that number 10, though? That was number 10. Oh, perfect. Then that makes sense. All right, let's do this thing. The top 10 musicals on the relist, yeah! At number 10. Guys and Dolls. At number 9. Fiddler on the Roof. At number eight. The Producers. At number seven. The Music Man. At number six. School of Rock. At number five. Sweeney Todd. At 
At number four. That thing you do. At number three. Singing in the rain. At number two. The sound of music. And our number one uh, musical on the relist is Walk the Line. Hey, no. Wrong kid, Dad. No, that's uh, Dewey. 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 Uh, walk hard. Uh, thanks, everyone. thanks. Uh, well, to to Jeremy Metz, yeah, Tyler Spots, and Bob O'Haley, Robert O, for uh, being patrons of yes. us. We we thank you. We thank all of our uh, patrons. You know, we you get a shout out at the end of the month show if you're uh, the second tier and up. You get access to Patreon exclusive content. You get access to recap and reviews early. There's the Chicago live show. There's, there's a whole bunch of fun going on down at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. There you go. Uh, thanks so much for uh, supporting our show and being a part of this whole community that we've built. It means a lot. And I hope Correct. you enjoyed us counting down your uh, musicals and giving a little bit of ribbing. It's what we do on the show. Uh, and we look forward to do, counting down the next relist with two of, uh, three of our other fans or supporters. So uh, thanks so much. Yeah, stay tuned to that for next month. And uh, that is it for the relist this week. Do we have anything else? No, we don't. That's the relist. Relist. <laughs>